And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Yeah, I'm starting early today. Oh. <sighs> Welcome to it. How in the world are you? I know. You don't know what we're going to get into today, so, you know, it's time to break out the liquid refreshment early. Is this even really America that we live in anymore? I asked that question because we find out that 7-Eleven is officially canceling free Slurpee Day. This is not America anymore. Sure, 7-Eleven's birthday on July 11th is free Slurpee Day. And it's there right here in America to cancel their day. But I'm sad. Now, sure, you can download the 7 Rewards app. You can sign up and get a free medium Slurpee any day in the month of July with that app. But without free Slurpee Day, I ask again, is this even America that we live in anymore? Okay, so I asked that question, and then I see an ad for these stretchable Insta-lids. I don't know if you've seen them or not. <laughs> I want them. So, you know how you're always looking for, at least, you know, we are, always looking for the lids of your Rubbermaid and Tupperware products, and, you know, you try to keep them all together, and then it end up being in one thing, and they're over here, and they're over there, and sometimes you use your container without the lid so they're not together. Well, now I see that they've got these stretchable Insta-lids that you just stretch and put them over the top. They're just like extra lids. So maybe the answer to my question is yes. We still are America because that right there proves that we are still America. Now, did you see that uh, Twitter has rolled out their new tweet your voice? Yay! So they rolled it out yesterday on uh, the iOS platforms, and then they're going to roll it out on all the platforms, uh, all the carriers in the coming weeks. I mean, that's just Twitter's answer to Parler. Remember when Parler made the news like Trump should move to Parler and everybody should just go to Parler and leave Twitter alone? So I go to Parler and I see that it's just an audio recording social media app. No, that's not what makes it good. I'm sorry. No, it's a cute little thing and it's agonizing and I didn't really like the app. If you go to Parler, you can check it out. But that's Twitter's answer to Parler right there. Now you can, you know, audio record your tweet. <sighs> So if you think you are going to get in trouble now for your written word tweets, wow, wait till your audio tweets become available. Then you're really going to get in trouble. I mean, you'll have fun and it'll be well worth your time and it just will be, you know, fun, right? Of course it will be. And I want to also kind of tell you a little, it wasn't necessarily a mistake, But since it seemed like a mistake, I'll go ahead and, you know, put it out there for you. Yesterday we talked about the, you know, Exploding Whale Park, the Memorial Exploding Whale Park in Oregon in honor of the Exploding Whale Day in the 70s uh, where they actually blew up the dead whale on the beach. And we, you know, played the 
the audio from the video, the news report, and, you know, giant pieces of whale blubber are dropping on cars and smashing them, and now they celebrate it. November 12th is Exploding Whale Day along the coast in Oregon. But the park, the Exploding Whale Memorial Park, we may have misled, and I, I, you know, far be it from chewing the fat to mislead the audience. Uh, It's not the actual space where the whale exploded. I know. I was bummed too. But it's down the road a piece or up the road a bit. But it is uh, not the actual space. So if you were you know, misled by that, uh, I apologize. Because I do not want to be anywhere close to giving you misleading information here on chewing the fat. So you know that the actual park is not the space where the whale actually exploded. So well, you can still celebrate the exploding whale day, but if you're going to celebrate it at the Memorial Park, it's not the actual beach where the whale exploded. So you can either be sad or not sad on that news. Did you know that the U.S. is facing a coin shortage? I know. Dry your eyes. They're saying that we're facing a coin shortage, so it's forcing the Federal Reserve to ration the distribution of coins. How bummed are you? I know. So I guess people are hoarding coins, and they're just not out there. And you know, so and with you know the use of credit cards and debit cards, you know nobody's you know you can't use cash. Um, I guess you know there's a shortage of coins out there. So, I don't know what to tell you, how to get over that, but there is, and it's kind of sad news. I mean, we have this argument all the time, especially about the penny. Do we even need the penny anymore? Is that a, is that a, a money thing that we even use? I mean, we use it in pricing, 1999, but do you get a penny back when you buy something? No. It's just a, a strange way that we that we do our our ads and price things with coins, and you know I can I remember my grandfather always had his little change purse around, and keeping you know his coins to buy things. Things don't cost twenty six cents anymore. Uh, so, a the question is, do we really need the penny anymore? And then we reach out to actual change. I mean, if we're going to go to a cashless society, mostly, especially now with the Rona, uh, I mean, do we even need coins at all? We're wasting time, energy, and money on coins. How many of you have a bucket full of coins at home that maybe you count once a year, maybe, or once every couple of years, you pour it out and count it and roll it up? I mean, it's been a long time. I mean, it, it used to be nice to dump out your coins and roll them up and have, you know, anywhere from 50 to a couple hundred bucks, you know, vacation money, summertime uh, beach money. You know, when you wanted to go celebrate Exploding Whale Day at the Memorial Park, eh, we'll just take the coin money and we'll party with that. I don't think people are doing that anymore. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but it could be time that we just evolve and 
get rid of coins altogether. Now, for those of you wondering, well, I need money. Well, huh, I mean, it was reported that the White House is busy drafting a new $1 trillion infrastructure proposal. Yay! We haven't printed enough money. We haven't given out enough money. We're going to create an even bigger stimulus package, an infrastructure package, because we need roads and bridges, and we need people to get paid to do that. And we're going to set up the new 5G wireless networks. So don't worry about it. It's just another trillion dollars, trillion here, trillion there. We're all fine. I mean, who cares? Who cares? No, Does anyone care anymore about printing money and it just doesn't mean anything anymore? We're going to have to reset to zero soon. I, I don't know how to do it, but at some point they're just going to be, well, we're back to zero. That's what you get. Have fun. And you still owe the money, but everybody else, the government, it was zero. See, that's what I mean. I don't know how you how you reset to zero and not have the debt. So just keep printing it. Just keep printing the money. Now, some of the things that you need to know about that's going on, and I, you know, we'll get into some, you know, some stories that are worthy of chewing the fat, but just know that uh, for the eighth time this year, the Russian military aircraft has penetrated our Canadian and Alaskan air defense identification zones. Uh, so, no, and it's no big deal. I mean, every time they were there, our NORAD forces were ready to meet the challenge, according to General Terence J. O'Shaughnessy, the commander of NORAD. But, know this, uh, this past weekend, three American B-52 bombers from Louisiana, which I thought they were housing those in Missouri, but anyway, were dispatched to Alaska. You know, just for a bomber task force deployment. That's fine. Don't worry about it. So, we're not worried, but we are just sending the B-52 bombers up there. You know, just for safe measure. (laughs) And we've got fighting going on between China and India. Apparently, uh, 20 Indian soldiers died, including one of their colonels. Chinese troops were killed. And they were that was a standoff going on for the last month. So, I mean, there's a battle starting there. Uh, the, the prime minister of India is saying, uh, these casualties will not go in vain. Okay, let's uh, have the India-China war. That'll be great. And now China's pissed at the U.S. over our sanctions. So they are saying uh, we'll, you know, we'll fight back on that as well. Yay! That's what we need. We need that. And look, uh, Beijing under lockdown again. As long as, you know, you talk about the Rona, they've got a spike in these new COVID-19 cases. So they've locked down. Beijing, 1,200 flights are canceled, uh, the airports are shut down, and it's according to, uh, you know, the outbreak was linked to another food market, so people are still, you know, eating bat soup in China, so you got that, uh, got that to look forward to, and if everyone is talking about uh, the police shooting and killing of Rashad Brooks in Atlanta. Uh, the police officer was charged 
I mean, he's charged with felony murder. He's charged with another 11 counts. Apparently one of the shots went into a car that was in the line. And the other officer, they say, is testifying against uh, Garrett Rolfe, the officer that shot Brooks. He says that's not true. Uh, Obviously, he's cooperating with the investigation, but he's not testifying against uh, the police officer. And even if he was, he doesn't want that information out there, right? No way. He's got to, he's got to deny that. And they're talking about uh, police officers in Atlanta eh, being sick. And then the Atlanta blue flu is taken over. And of course they, you know, deny it. the police department in Atlanta. Oh no, we're fine. Stop it. What they would have to do, right? Just to kind of keep people calm down. But, I mean, there's plenty of cities around America now that are struggling with officers. <coughs> oh, I don't feel good. I, I can't come in. And I don't necessarily blame them. Um, I mean, I hope they don't. And I want them protecting us. And maybe that's my white privilege speaking. But I don't necessarily disagree with them feeling sick for the next few days just to make a point but you know I get it it's my white privilege and good news coming from uh, Google Netflix and and Target I mean Google has pledged more than 175 million dollars to black businesses said it would diversify its leadership to include more black representation Netflix CEO Reed Hastings and his wife are donating $120 million to scholarships at historically black colleges and universities. Uh, Good for them. Glad to, uh, they could do what they want with their money. It's just surprising that they're doing it now, isn't it? (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. It's surprising that it's doing it now. And of course, Target says they're going to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Now, they claimed that they were going to do that anyway. They're just doing it earlier than planned. Oh, okay. I mean, you want to work. And now, $15 an hour minimum wage is great. I don't know if they're cutting everybody back to, you know, two hours a week. But that's a good gig if you can work, uh, you know, your 36 hours a week at 15 bucks an hour. No, you can't get close to 40, though, or you got to be full-time and I mean, that's, that's just bad business, having full-time employees. Now, there are still some companies that are struggling. I know that uh, you know, there's plenty of companies, and we'll get to some of those that are, that are struggling because of the, because of the Rona. But uh, I know that uh, Lyft, and I'd like to, I'm interested to see if this actually takes place. Right? And this is just their goal, that they're going to have their entire fleet be electric in... 10 years, nine and a half years. Uh, okay. Uh, you know, I, okay. Like I doubt that's going to be actually true. It's more of a goal, right? I have a goal of being worth $800 billion in 10 years. Will it happen? Very doubtful. Maybe you didn't hear me. I'm not done. So if you've got a couple extra bucks, and, you know, who doesn't? Who isn't rolling in the cash right now? Uh, now's the time to buy. Uh, J.C. Penney liquidating, like, uh, you know, hundreds of stores. And 
Now's the time. You know, you can, and, I, and of course they're selling all their clothes at a, you know, discounted rate and they, they want people to buy all their stuff and get rid of it because they're liquidating them and shutting them down. But I always, some of the display tables are really cool. And I remember going into a, uh, oh, what store was it? Shoot. I think it was a Montgomery Wards. Uh, and I was like, oh, these tables are so cool. I want them. Yeah, no, we've already sold all those. Get your hands off, fat man. So if you can go into these stores and get some of their the, the wooden dis- display tables, not the cheapy metal ones that they have, but some of the stores, maybe those are all gone now, but some of the stores still have those. Uh, like the My favorites are the, uh, the three different sized tables for displays that slide underneath each other. Those are so cool, and they have they look nice, and you could shine them up. You can re you can re shellac them because there's no nobody shellacs wood better than me. You can quote me on that, by the way. And uh, I always wanted those, but now's the time. Get out there if you got some money. Get into you know Pier One and J.C. Penny and start looking at some other display things. Now, sure, you could buy a you know a lamp. Sure, you can get a, you know, a dummy. Not the employee, just the mannequin. And, uh, you know, you can get all that stuff. But uh, it's the display tables that are worthy. If you, you know, if you're looking for something. And I see where you can get the, uh, there's a, a government surveillance van that's for sale. In, uh, where is it for sale at? I was just reading this stupid story of uh, the surveillance van that you can get. It's a 1998 Plymouth Grand Voyager in Chicago, the Chicago suburb of Streamwood, Illinois. Who doesn't love Streamwood, Illinois? So it's a government surplus auction. And right now it's only like somebody's bid is 1300 bucks on it. You can get it for uh, pretty cheap. But it's uh, it's got all the surveillance stuff inside. It's got a TV mounted back of the driver's seat. It, it's got electronic equipment, battery chargers, cameras. Uh, it's got a, a flashing light on the roof, which is, you know, good luck flashing that and have people actually believe that you're, a, you know, some sort of police vehicle. It's got a camera periscope that goes up. That'd be kind of cool to have. It'd be kind of cool. For 1300 bucks. that'd be really cool to have. But, you know, by the time you get to bidding, Somebody's going to say, oh, I'll bid, uh, I'll bid $1,500, and then you're out. Then you're out. But, it'd be, you know, there's government surplus deals all over. Now I feel like the guy, I feel like the guy that, uh, I, I remember getting a, a letter or an email about the government surplus stuff. And you could buy pallets of stuff from these government surplus auctions. But you got to have a huge amount of money in the bank before they even let you in the building. So that was always a little bit of a problem. I, and this may come as a surprise to you with me, uh, because, uh, you have to have a huge amount of money in the bank to, uh, set that up. And I really, really don't have that. I know, I know, I know, but you know, it's just the way it is. Anyway, you can still get and good news. If you're looking for a dog, I know that, uh, in India they have, uh, a rental dog, which is uh, kind of weird, right? Why would you want a rental dog? But uh, you can get it. They've got for 40 bucks a month, 40 bucks a month, you rent a dog. 
And by renting a dog, I mean you log on to a website and you watch a dog online, and that's your dog. <laughs> that is actually genius. I love it. In fact, I think I'm going to start doing that. You can rent my dog for 40 bucks a month. You just got to log on. I'm going to put my dog in a room and every day at seven o'clock at night. And, uh, you can log on and watch my dog. I mean, your dog from seven to 10 at night. He's your dog. And you just, just pay me the 40 bucks a month and you get the, you can name the dog, any name you want between seven and 10 at night, you just log on and you can play with your fluffy for three hours, just online. <laughs> That's awesome. But why do that when you could spend, you know, 7,400 bucks? I mean, I'm sorry. Did I say $7,400? <laughs> oh, Jeff, you are crazy. $74,500 for the Boston Dynamics robot dog. 75 grand for the Boston Dynamics dog. That thing better do more than what I saw. I'll tell you that. 75 grand. I would much rather rent Fluffy for 40 bucks a month than spend 75000 on that robot dog. That dog better attack people. I want, that, I want that robot dog just perusing my exterior of my home 24-7. That's actually not a bad idea, actually. You don't have to feed it. Once in a while, you got to go out and lube it. And the dog, too. And for 74 5 it just... Patrols the perimeter of your house. That's not a bad idea. How much does a pack of Dobermans cost a year? Got to be quite a bit, right? And for, like, say, you use the same dogs for 10 years, probably more than 74.5. So if one Boston Dynamics dog can do the work of 10 Dobermans, that might be worth 74.5. Never know. <laughs> Reminder to subscribe to this podcast, Chewing the Fat. Okay? Very simple. Just pick a platform. Let's say iTunes or Spotify or iHeartRadio or Stitcher. And then you search Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher and you become a subscriber. Click subscribe. And then if they allow it, you can rate and review the podcast by saying, you know, 20 stars, best podcast ever. Just so it lets other people know on the platform that, hey, Chewing the Fat is worth listening to. And then you're good. You're good to go. Okay? So just subscribe to Chewing the Fat. That's all you got to do. I'm not asking very much. It's just subscribe to the podcast. Thank you very much. And, you know, I, I mean, wanna, I want to interrupt as long you. As, I want to interrupt you there because I feel like we need a goal. We need a goal <laughs> for the podcast. We keep telling people. To subscribe, rate, review, blah, 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 blah. I mean, goals are dumb. And, and it gets, you know, what I'm, what I'm seeing here that it goes in one ear and then go out the other and people are still being losers and it's 2020. So I feel like as a show, we need a goal. And you hear me out, Fisher, if this is a good goal um, for the show. All and right. the goal is to get 
bought out by Spotify. I am a fan of that so far. Did you see the latest acquisition to Spotify? Well, we know Rogan got the big deal. Who's next? I don't know if Rogan is the big deal anymore because Kim Kardashian just landed Spotify. You've got to be kidding me. Or if I should say it this way, Spotify just landed Kim Kardashian. So, (laughs) yes. I no feel doubt. that we need to like have a goal or something, be goal oriented, like be bought out, you know, by Spotify. Because, and I quote, this is the last sentence oh, of the the episode. The episode this is, is we're trying to be the Netflix of podcasts. So you know what that means? That means that Spotify has money to throw and throw and throw. And throw away. Yeah. So, shooting the fat goal is I feel that everybody must go and download Spotify on whatever Android or iPhone you have, create an account, follow chewing the fat, and then drop everything else, but still maintain it as a subscriber on all the other platforms, but you start listening. On Spotify. What do you think, Fisher? I love it. And you know what? It's good. Did I say goals were stupid? Boy, I am dumb. Now. Because it's good to have goals. Now, full disclosure, I do own stocks at Spotify. So. (laughs) By by me saying, you know, go download. That's not why you're talking about it. No, no, no. It's for the show. God forbid this is financially gained, you know, helping me. This is for the show. I feel that there is an avenue where we can gain some followers and then Spotify. And really, really, when when you come right down to it, Chris, it's for you, the listener. Absolutely. This is for the listener. You don't know how easy and... Um, user-friendly Spotify is, you know, and like I said, it has nothing to do that I own shares on Spotify and is dancing on money right now Then thanks to that big deal that Kim Kardashian signed with Spotify. But all I'm saying... How much did it say how much they paid it, No, it, that's one thing that I'm kind of upset about, which also um, says uh, a lot of why the Spotify uh, market hasn't risen good enough because it rose a little bit. It rose 12%. But because what the Rogan deal was one hundred million, a hundred million. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Kim pees a hundred million dollars in <laughs> that morning pee that she does every day. <laughs> and, uh, Plus, I mean, Spotify's and they, I mean, they want uh, when you talk about Netflix. I mean, they're talking about audio and video. And the, yes, and by the way, the podcast that she will be doing. Are you ready? Oh, oh, I don't know if I am or not. Kim Kardashian focuses on criminal justice issues. Oh, what? So you know that that contract is more than $100 million. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. It might be worth, you know, they might have, they might have made a deal for, you know, 25 or $30 million with a percentage of sales. You know what I mean? Because that's not Kim. I mean, sure, she's going to be talking about the criminal justice system in her clothing line, half naked, which, you know, are you going to watch that? Sure. <laughs> oh, I thought you were. 
thought you had a heart attack or something. No, I was deciding whether I was going to watch it or not. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, if you had a I thing... might not watch the whole show. I don't watch clips. But you're looking. But you're looking. Go... Well, yes. Yes. Because you're not oh, telling yes. me you did not go on the internet and find her her come to fame video. <laughs> you tell me that you did not go on the internet and f- go to see that coming to fame video I that mean, she got within the last month no oh okay okay no my answer to that is no okay but <laughs> a goal for ctf is to gain some traction yes, in the like platform that. of spotify do i do i want to get into the like say netflix you know has what you know just added yes. rotation yes you know does Spotify have to put me into that rotation right off the bat? Yes. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, sure, yes. But does, does my shareholding you know, just... does my shareholding of the company influence where do we fall in the platform? <laughs> like if you just need me to buy more shares, I can do that. Yeah. I, in fact I'm willing to you know, if I have to dump a couple of bucks if you you know, in fact well, now, just to let is, you know, is, just to let you know, this is a contractual know. deal going on here. But if Spotify wants to, you know, grab the show, uh-huh. and uh, you know, it could be a you know a Spotify production, chewing the fat, that uh, you know we can do part of the deal in a stock trade. Ooh, I like that. You know, they don't have to come up with uh, all the cash right up front. As of as of the recording of this podcast, is about two two hundred and twenty eight dollars. I don't care about that. You know, I don't care about that. You know, That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the future. Fourteen percent. So, just talking about the future. I don't care what's going on right now. That's I mean, that. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of that. Actually, I'm a fan of uh, that happening. So, you know what? What Chris said. And I know that we have, uh, we still have some uh, entries in the uh, in the dumb email pile of the. Uh, remember, we had the uh, the acronym contest for dumb because of a Capitol Hill autonomous zone, Chaz or now CHOP, Capitol Hill Organized or Occupied Protest. And uh, people are still sending in to chewingthefatattheblaze.com. I know we have, uh, you know, democratized underground mobilization block uh, as an entry. We have uh, derelict, unemployable man boys. See, you know, that's kind of cute, but, uh, you know, I don't know if that's going to be the winner. But uh, you can still uh, you can still enter until tomorrow. Uh, to the fat of the blaze.com and then someone will be a winner of a brand new and we'll let you know what that brand new is uh, tomorrow and another reminder that uh, my wife and I are having a little meet and greet question and answer get together on zoom Monday night 6:30 central uh, love to see you answer uh, any and all questions the answers for me may not be the truth but uh, my wife doesn't know how to lie so, if you follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR, uh, Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio, or uh, Frame Life Photography, which is my wife's account, uh, there's a link there for the uh, for the Monday Night greet, Meet and Greet. So, 
you know, we look forward to seeing you there. I also saw yesterday a couple of stories that were a little concerning and it kind of pissed me off. Uh, like I saw the U S trade talks with the European union and Britain have stalled. And originally I normally, I, you know, I read those stories and I don't share them with you because it's not what chewing the fat is, but this story kind of ticked me off because the talks have stalled due to suspicions of poor American food standards. Okay. So here's what I think we do. And I think maybe, maybe president Trump will be big for this, but maybe we just tell them, okay, no problem. EU and Britain, America will eat our own damn food and you can get your food from China. Good luck. God bless. I, I just, because of suspicions of poor American food, screw off. We want to, we, I just want to tell him to take a hike is all really is most important. I want president Trump to just tell him to take a hike. And I see where I'd like to hear from some of my trucker friends about this. I see where an amendment bill circulating on Capitol Hill is going to, uh, raise insurance rates for uh, the minimum coverage on truckers from 750000 to $2 million coverage on uh, commercial motor vehicles. If they do that, I mean, that now you're talking about putting uh, independent truckers out of business. That's not, they're talking about, well, that makes the industry safer. And, uh, we can, it makes us meant to help families who have survived truck crashes. Well, I don't know what you're doing is it's big truck. It's big truck putting the little guy out of business. And I'd be interested to hear from my truckers who listen to chewing the fat on how they feel about this, uh, new investment act on the raising of their insurance rates, because it cannot be good. It just can't be. There's no way that that makes the trucking industry safer. It makes big trucks safer. That's for sure. Makes big trucks a lot safer, but not the independent trucker who we, no one supports the independent trucker and all truckers more than chewing the fat. No one. I won't hear of it. I will not hear of it. Also, I saw a poll and this may be one of the reasons why. Uh, because of stories of trying to put uh, the little guy out of business. But a new poll shows that Americans are the unhappiest they've been in 50 years. Right? I know. Is, is that? Are you one of them? I mean, I don't know. Are the unhappiest? Are you unhappier right now than you have been in the last 50 years? I guess so. I guess so. Uh, 14% of American adults say they are very happy. Wow. And in 2018, it was 31%. It dropped by more than half. Now, Oof. I've only been alive for 30 years, so does that apply to me? Oh, sure. They're just they're saying that the, they tracked American adults. Can you... So do, do they have the questions they ask? Within the last ask? 50 years. Do they, do they have the questions they ask? Well, uh, they said... Uh, American adults say they are very happy, 14%. Let's see. Am I very uh, happy? Are you very happy? At this moment. Yeah, I'm very happy. Are you, are, are you, are you pretty happy? Okay. 
Not too happy uh-huh. or very happy? Very happy. See, you're in that 14%. You are an elitist, white, privileged Ooh, American. Proud. There's no wonder that you're very happy. Okay. <laughs> if if I am those qualifiers, I would like to ask you the same question. Are you meh happy? Are you eh happy? Or are you very happy? I am. I am. Don't oh, stop. Man. Don't stop. Uh, you still have five minutes so, to answer this question, and I'm not going to let you stall for five minutes. So I have to think about whether I'm not too happy or pretty happy or very happy. Yes. All right. Well, while I'm doing that, I'll tell you that, uh, you know, optimism about He's their children's future the also dipped. He's not Are you much or somewhat worse off than for your children's future? Are you about the same? Or are you much, somewhat better in your children's future? Now, if you ask me that, I'm not very happy with my children's wow. future. So you're somewhat worse yes. or about the same? Worse. Wow, see? See what? Like what? Huge. I mean, that's... See? And I go back to you. I'm not going to let see? you drag this out. Where do you fall on the happy uh, scale? About the children's future. No, you... Are you very happy? Oh. Pretty happy. Pretty happy. Or not too happy. Or not too happy. All right. Okay. I, I, I'll answer that. But I just want to talk about the Americans that reported more likely to report feelings of isolation and loneliness. Uh, rarely or never feel that way. Sometimes you feel isolated and lonely. Uh, often, very often, uh, do you feel isolated or uh, loneliness. And in 2020, wow, 55% uh, still rarely, down from uh, 77%. Yeah, I'm on in, the rarely. Now, the I'm people, sorry. I'm on the rarely side. I rarely feel, you know, lonely. Lonely or isolated? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now, the percentage you felt, uh, let's see, often, rarely or never, yeah, that's 55%. Uh, more than half of Americans feel like they, they're not isolated or lonely. But that's down from 72%. Now, you so, got to I mean, give it credit because these are adults. These are the people that are not able to do the Tinder hookups. They're not able to go to, you know, like me and you well, this weekend. Are. Me and you this weekend, we're going to go to the adult playground down in Fort Worth and have our Spike Capri Suns at a no. teeter-totter. So, about that. you know, I can see that. But then I go back and ask you, Jeff Fisher, are you very happy are you somewhat happy or are you not happy? Well, according to this poll, uh-huh. now, uh, like I said, more two Americans minutes are, and you're not going to milk two minutes. You're not going to milk it. Are less happy than they have been in the last the last 50 years. So Now, I don't want to go down the list, but you know, you should be happier than you were last year. Last year, a tornado came by and blew your house away. I know it's been last a year, year now. You had thinking, a, you know, father, this is Father's Day weekend coming up, and according to my wife, I think yesterday or the day before was the actual date. The day before. Uh, that uh, was uh, was tornado. Tornado day, yeah. And you know, you the heart attack. You know, you lost weight. You the heart attack you, wasn't last year, my friend. No, but you are you happy. Keep, you and my wife keep bringing that up. It's just pissing me off. You know, you got the heart attack. Year. You know, you survived that. You survived the tornado. You, you're you're uh, losing weight. 
you take last your, year was the gallbladder the gallbladder oh my gosh the gallbladder scare <laughs> it's like can you even taste oh so you're not very happy that's why you're what do you mean not very happy you miss your gallbladder i do i do miss my me and, me and gall were uh, pretty tight but uh you know i've learned to live without gall and you just do you just keep moving on with your life you know and then i was right for those who that's why that's why i feel a little bit uh isolated and lonely because i don't have you will you're willing to answer that but you're not willing to answer if you're happy so like i said for those of you keeping track at home not too happy pretty happy or very happy huh now no less than 29 percent of americans have ever called themselves very happy in this survey no less than 29%. So, I mean, we've still, people are pretty happy in America. Can I you know, quote you it's on America. that? They Hold should on. be. Can I, can I quote you on that? Yes. Yes, it's America. They should be. Uh, gosh darn it. For those people that think that, you know, we don't live in America anymore, we do. See, that's the good thing. We do live in America. I know sometimes, and especially the last few days, it seems like we don't. But we do. It's still America. No question about that. Uh, no question. Now, am I, you know, very happy? Am I pretty happy or not too happy? That was the, that was the question, though, right? I mean, you were waiting for me to answer that. Is that right? Sure. Why do you say it like that? You're the one that asked the stupid question. Sure. You did not ask answer it when I wanted you to. Once again, it shows that you just don't respect me or appreciate me. Well, it really doesn't have anything to do with that. I mean, I'm just trying to think of how I actually feel, whether I'm, you know, very happy, pretty happy, or not really happy. So, you know what? I'll tell you a joke, and we'll see how I feel after the joke, okay? Leave today with a joke. Put a smile on your face. I want people listening to Chewing the Fat to answer the question very happy. Today. doesn't have to be overall or this year, although that's what the question was, was about the year. But now, you know, today at this time. All right, I'm going to leave you with a joke. And make sure Take if, this you're, with you if you're listening, you're only listening on Spotify. Make sure you go download Spotify and follow Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. That's the only approved listening tool on this program. A duck, a skunk, and a deer. Go out to eat. Now it's time to pay the bill. The deer didn't have a buck. The skunk didn't have a cent. So they just put it on the duck's bill. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. All right, so we all know that Father's Day is just around the corner, right? It's uh, the 21st of June, uh, 2020. And... Everyone, you know, wants to find something different, something entertaining, something that would, you know, bring a smile to dad. And, you know, guess what? The tie ain't doing it. Okay. (laughs) But what would do it is the one of the Uncle John's bathroom reader books. Now, personally, I don't read in the bathroom, but I love the bathroom reader books. Now. They have a series out, and he's already sold. Gordon Javna, or Uncle John, as he goes by now, has already sold 15 million copies. That apparently is not enough for him because he wants to sell <laughs> some more for So, John, 
15 million, not enough. What's the goal? Yeah, it, it, it seems like, you know, what have you done for me lately? Uh, <laughs> but uh, my goal is just to uh, bring more trivia joy to to readers i i don't uh count the books that are sold i i really just love the fact that i collect this trivia which I, you know i always have loved trivia i've always wanted to collect it and i'd be doing this anyway you know what i mean right. I, i'd be fascinated by trivia regardless the fact that i get to put it into a book and people read it and like it is fantastic that's a great thing. So, did it start with you just posting, you know, post-it notes in the in the back room of ideas of, oh, wow, that's interesting. That's interesting. You know, I should write this down. Is that how it started? Um, it started because my brother and I had done a few book projects together, and he called me up one day and and by the way, his name is John. Uh, he called me up one day and said, "I have a great idea for a book. What is it? Bathroom reader." I cracked up. I just started laughing. Yeah. I thought, that's like genius, uh, brilliant because yeah. we all read in the bathroom, or at least in my family, we all read in the bathroom and you're always looking for something quick and, and fun to read. Uh, and, and uh, so I said, but you know what? You should call it uncle John's bathroom reader. And he, <laughs> then he cracked up. And then <laughs> next thing is he goes to a bunch of publishers uh, and most of them aren't interested in, wow. in the book. Uh, but all it takes is one, uh, which we found one publisher who, and bonus, they didn't care what we put in the book because they didn't expect it to be, you know, uh, a series or anything. So that, that gave us that, the opportunity to wow. do, as you say, uh, take all these little ideas for things that we, we had, we loved, you know, which yeah. is pop culture, um, and, and phony history. I mean, really, myth myth history, not oh, not not fake news, but yeah, real it. real crazy history and uh, um, you know wacky, oopsie kind of stories, you know, mistakes that were made. And uh, well, that's the kind of history that that happens, you know, when uh, you know when you put uh, you know the old uh, the old scene where you have ten people and you start with one thing, and by the time it gets to the end, it's something else. Telephone, and, yeah. Uh, and that's exactly what happens with so much of our history, right? Yeah. We lose. Yeah. I mean, we see that uh, the loss of history happening uh, around the world as we speak, uh, yeah. Gordon. But uh, we don't have to get into that. But I will say that I love the uh, the strange the strange history as well. Uh, you know, all the stuff that's real, but you find yourself going, "Wait, really?" Yeah. And uh, you know, some of my. Uh, Especially since we're, you know, I, I just, you know, mentioned what's happening in today's world. Talk about uh, some of the, uh, you know, the uh, the gatherings at Rome's Colosseum, where it was fun, right? Um, for, for some people, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you're a gladiator or, or, or but yeah. Uh, and, you know, one of, there's a story in the bathroom reader that, that is ex exactly... Uh, it's not the telephone kind of story, but it's one of those stories like you end with, wow, I didn't know that. That is, uh, I don't know if you remember the TV series called um, Life and Times of Grizzly Adams. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. With, yeah. Uh, uh, ah, yes, I do. I, I, Dan, I Sadly, I'm old enough to remember that. Okay. So it was Dan Haggerty is the name yeah, of the guy yeah, you're trying that's to think right. of. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that was a, a very popular show. One of the writers uh, for in my in my tribe. Uh, said, uh, 
you know, I love that show. Could we do an article about that show? And I said, yeah, we could. Uh, but let's also look into the real Grizzly Adams because I think there was uh, a real Grizzly Adams. So there that's what we did. Been, right? Yeah, there was. And, um, and so we have an article here about Dan Haggerty. And it's a sort of a rags to riches to rags story. It's kind of both um, uh, fascinating uh, how he how he came on the role, but also kind of sad because he, he when the show went off the air, he sort of fell apart and was unable to to uh, um, wow. to get back on it. Never got back on his feet really. But the real Grizzly Adams really was a mountain man. He there was uh, he, he learned to trap in Maine, uh, and then he went out to California during the Gold Rush. That's so now we're talking eighteen fifties, right. and he didn't do very well as a miner. Um, lost everything, so he went up into the mountains and became the mountain man that he's he's the, that's in the uh, TV show. W later, he um, went to San Francisco and had a you know he was a conservationist. He actually did make friends with animals. Uh, he had pet bears. He opened a show like a Barnum kind of a circus circusy thing, except that it was in the basement of a building uh, where he did tricks with his pet bears. Wow and and he was written about uh, a lot, and there was a book where they they did uh, drawings. They were actually woodcuts of of his bears, and the, the most famous bear was named Samson. Now, here's the part that got me: Samson. If you ever seen the the um, Cal uh, the flag state flag of California, there's a bear on that. That right, is the right, picture. Right, right. That's the picture of Samson. That is Grizzly Adams' bear. That's amazing. I love that. You know, that we also, I mean, we had, you know, the, the sometimes now he just had a, a show in the basement, right? I mean, like almost like a, you know, a pop up, uh, pop up entertainment cloud where you lived in San Francisco and you knew, you know, that right. he put on these shows and you went to it. It's surprising. Right. I mean, people, we used to have the traveling shows, right? The cowboy and Indian shows exactly. and, uh, you know, P.T. Barnum, as you mentioned, uh, yeah. traveling around the globe, showing off his animals. And it was a, a huge thing when it came into town. And now those, I mean, those are completely gone now. Have a nice day. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, yeah. Conservation and all that. We, we don't, we have still have zoos, but now we have YouTube. So right. uh, we don't, we don't need those. Right. right. Don't tell that to the zoo people. <laughs> Nobody supports the zoos more than this program chewing the okay. fat. Gordon. So I don't okay. want to, I don't want to make the zoo people mad at me. Gordon Javna, uh, author of the, uh, uncle John's bathroom reader series. Uh, you know, some of my, uh, some of my favorite things are also when you find out, uh, things that, uh, you know, crazy leaders did, you know, I love, and, and that's again, part of, you know, strange history, but, uh, you know, if, if you think to yourself, if you were a leader and it was up to, you could just, you know, what I say goes, what would you do? And, you know, would you declare a war on fleas as the Swedish <laughs> queen did? I don't know. Right. right. Queen, queen Christina of Sweden, she ruled in the mid 1600s. Uh, she felt that the biggest threat to her kingdom was fleas. Yeah. So oh, she glamour. declared war, as you say, she declared war on fleas and, uh, to, um, uh, to carry out her war, she had she commissioned the construction of a tiny cannon uh, with a barrel one inch long and little bitty <laughs> flea-sized cannonballs, which she used to then 
eliminate, uh, try to eliminate fleas in the palace by walking around. Every time she saw one, she'd fire her little cannon and sometimes uh, hit, but not that usually. Great. And of <laughs> yeah. course, you know, her, her, uh, you know, her followers, Ooh, you just wiped some out. <laughs> well, yes, of course. I mean, that is, I mean, really it's kind of agonizing and it's, and it's funny at the same time. And you know, true. <laughs> and true. Right. Right. I mean, that's what makes so many of these stories uh, great. Uh, well, really all of them, but I mean, so many of them there's, there's come and stick out when you were first putting it together. Now, obviously, you know, with uh, you've come, you know, years and years, uh, how, how long has it been a hundred years since these started? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, That's what I it was, yeah. yeah, it was 1987, I think was the first bathroom here. Wow. So, I mean, it's been quite a while. Yeah. And so when you were first putting it together, were there, what was the story that jumped out at you? Like, nobody's going to believe that's true. Oh, well, you know, back then, uh, we were into the fact that, uh, uh, things like pilgrims, uh, uh, you know, all the, all the fallacies about, about pilgrims, uh, you know, everything from, uh, friendly, uh, relations to, with the Indians to right. uh, buckles on their shoes, all, all lies, all, uh, <laughs> all, all just things just generated to, you know, for, for promotional purposes. Uh, uh, but, right. uh, also, you know, J John and I had written a book, uh, called sixties, which was, um, um, about, um, you know, pop fads. In fact, that book got panned by the, I don't know if you remember the Village Voice in New York City, but uh, it got panned by the Village Voice because all we talked about was pop culture and we didn't talk about politics at all. So they, they said well, it was a crappy book because, uh, uh, but now, of course, we have forgot about the politics and all yeah. we don't know about is the, the pop culture. But we included a lot of some of the stories that we learned from that, like the, you know, the origin of the Mustang and things like that. Those, that that's, that's really how we started. We just picked these things that we, stories that we really loved and, and put them into the, uh, into the bathroom reader. That's, I mean, I, I love it. And, and, and like I said, you know, perfect. This is much better than the tie that you were going to get dad. So if yeah, I because, to... because what can you do with a tie? You know, you can hang yourself. And who wants to do that? I don't want to do that. No, you don't want to do that. That's just silly. That's just silly talk. And you, you'd rather, you'd rather go to your little reading room and Absolutely. read and read the uh, uncle John's bathroom reader series. Right. Right. <laughs> so fortress, if I wanna, the fortress I of solitude, we call thank it. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. And look, hey, in uh, since uh, we're still in uh, you know lockdown mode in a few places uh, around the country and around the globe, uh, that's one of the few places you can go and be alone these days at your house. <laughs> there you go. So uh, if I want to get it, I mean, do, is the, do we have the uh, you know Uncle John's Bathroom Reader dot com? Can I pick it up there, or do I have to go to Amazon and pick up your books? I think you have to go to Amazon. All right. Uh, we used to do our own fulfillment, but uh, it, it got to be too much. After, so after after the first million, you were tired yeah. of licking stamps. <laughs> okay, I got you. You just dated yourself. Nobody licks stamps anymore. I know, nobody licks stamps anymore. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I'm sorry. So well, you know, I really enjoy. I, I do really enjoy it, and it's so much fun to uh, you know just thumb through it. Whether you're in the you know the living room or the bathroom, and I, I get the you know the bathroom reader series. But uh, for me, I just I mean I love just fingering through it and and finding you know if you've got. Uh, uh, you know, you got five minutes and, uh, you know, you're waiting for, uh, waiting for your wife 
to uh, ready herself to go somewhere, you know, just open up the uh, truth, trivia, and pursuit of factness, and uh, learn a couple of things while you're sitting there. So, what the the in the trivia book? Uh, what was? And I, I know it's difficult to find a favorite piece of trivia that you say, "Oh wow, that was that was probably one of my favorite things." But I'm going to ask it for you anyway. What was one okay. of your favorite thing? Well, like, uh, you know, I don't have a favorite child. I, I don't have a favorite piece of trivia, <laughs> but you said, but I just, you know, you said lick stamps and that reminded me. And I said, uh, you know, you dated yourself. That reminded me of the story of, um, uh, we did have a lot of, uh, like the worst business decisions ever in, in the book. And, um, one of them is Kodak. Now most, oh, yeah. if you're, if you're under 25, you probably don't even know what Kodak is. I, remember, a I, mean, I, remember, I remember my grandfather talking about there you go. Kodak. Well, Co- Kodak, there you go. Okay. Well, Kodak was photography and yeah. they were, you know, film, they, they made film and, uh, and cameras and uh, they would still be uh, around today if they had just taken advantage of something they invented, which was the digital camera. They invented the digital camera in 1975, but they didn't pursue it because they thought it was going to cannibalize their, or they feared it was going to cannibalize right. their their uh, film business. So they didn't release a, a digital camera until 1995, and by that time it was Way too, too late. late. They they missed the boat, and they actually it was a self fulfilling prophecy. They did cannibalize yeah. uh, their their film business out of existence. Yeah, out of existence, gone. Have a nice day. I mean, there's. I mean, we have we have uh, uh, movies about uh, you know the last Kodak store that uh, you know they rushed to to have their the last of the film printed, right? I mean, yep. no, I mean, my wife is a photographer, and and we have some old cameras that take film, but it's those are for the shelf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we for the museum. Uh, yeah, uh, that's all those are for. That that those that's an there's there's a number of those. I mean, you could do a is there is there a blockbuster story? Uh we have done the blockbuster story. Yeah. Uh blockbuster uh, not in this book, but we the blockbuster yeah. story is that blockbuster knew that they were going to face competition, but they thought it was going to be streaming, not uh, not the mail. That's what that's um, what Netflix uh, did they 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 uh yeah, originally again, it, was mail. They, it was by mail and that's yeah. what killed that's what destroyed uh blockbuster uh they couldn't they 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 miscalculated what the future was going to be they were right but they missed a step because of course right. netflix is netflix is now uh streaming but at the time it was the mail that that killed them Wow, that? that's that's incredible. I mean, those, how the companies, you know, one one what seems like a decision that's going to save you is actually the decision that uh, that puts a knife in your heart. That's a, yeah, well, that's yeah, that's thing. that. Yeah, it is tough. We also have a. I mean, the, another one that jumps out at me is uh, the story of how when uh, George Lucas uh, came up with um, Star Wars, uh, he he made a deal with Fox and he agreed, he got them to take to, to, in exchange for a lower fee for directing the film. He got to keep the rights for merchandising and, uh, and for sequels because they didn't, they didn't believe that that was where the future was. And that, you know, that alone made him a billionaire. Right. I mean, that's just huge. Right. They had the opportunity and they dropped it. So, 
so yeah. much lost in the back end. And of course, yeah. I mean, that's been proven with many actors and directors and producers yeah. today. To, that's where you make your income. Oh, that's yeah. incredible. All right. Uh, Gordon Javna, I appreciate it. I know you're busy and I just wanted to chat with you a little bit about, uh, uh, about your book, the uncle John bathroom reader series. And I, I love them and, uh, you can get them at Amazon, uh, any time day or night, but get them now. So you have them in time to give them to dad on father's day. It's just that simple. I mean, I don't know how easy we more easy we can make it for you. <laughs> Thank you. When you have, uh, when you have some, uh, some new stuff, uh, Gordon or uncle John, uh, <laughs> I would, I would love to talk to you about it. I, I'm fascinated sure. by it and, uh, I, I appreciate, I appreciate your work. Thank you very much for coming Thank on you. Fat today. I appreciate hey, thanks it. Thanks for, ha- thanks for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs>